Welcome to Onside, the official podcast from the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Our mission is to protect the health of athletes and the integrity of Australian sport. Hello, I'm Tim Gavel and welcome to the Onside podcast, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority, where we meet people who work at ASADA and people associated with clean, fair sport. We'll answer questions from the public and give you a fast fact relating to clean sport. Our special guest today is Dr David Hughes, the Chief Medical Officer at the Australian Institute of Sport and the Medical Director of the Australian Olympic Team in 2020, next year in Tokyo. Hello David, thanks very much for joining on side. Hi Tim, lovely to be here and thanks for having me. And uh, Sport Australia recently introduced guidelines for trans and gender diverse inclusion in sport, uh, very much still a grey area. Uh, is this an attempt to try and eliminate a lot of those grey areas to make it a, a little more defined? Yes, I think so. And uh, I think it's uh, important that sport at all time reflects what's going on in society and moves with societal changes. Um, you know, transgender individuals have for many years been on the margins of society and not accepted uh, in the mainstream. And I I think sport has an important role here to, uh, by promoting diverse gender inclusion, uh, to ensure that uh, every Australian um, fulfills their their right to have their life enriched through sport, um, so we have to find a place for everybody. And that uh, um, document that's been produced by um, the Australian Human Rights Commission and Sport Australia is really a, if you like, a simple how-to guide for clubs and organisations and anyone really who's thinking about what are the practical steps that we need to take to ensure that our sporting organisation um, is set up such that people feel welcomed and feel that uh, um, they can come into our organisation and be welcomed as, as uh, one of our tribe, um, no matter what their uh, gender orientation. High levels of testosterone, it's a big issue in sport. We've seen the Caster Semenya situation. Does this go any way to clarifying the levels of testosterone that should be allowed for somebody to transition across and play in a female sport? Look, I don't think so. And I don't think that's its purpose. Um, I, and I think just uh, for your listeners, we need to... The the issue of intersex athletes who are athletes who are born female, have always grown up, socialised as females, and then after puberty are discovered to have a condition called hyperandrogenism, where they may have androgen levels uh, into the male range. Uh, they're intersex athletes. Transgender athletes are athletes who are uh, who were uh, born and raised as a, a one biological sex but identify with another gender um, and who decide to transition across uh, to the gender with which they identify. So they are different issues but related. Um, and I really think the document from the Australian Human Rights Commission and Sport Australia I see as being targeted um, at the grassroots and... Um, for, for sporting organisations generally, so it certainly have, has relevance for elite sport, but I, I don't think it's um, uh, I don't think its purpose is to try and sort out the sort of complex issues that specifically apply to high performance sport, where there are issues um, around the balance between getting the balance right between fairness and making sure there's a level playing field um, in terms of performance and. Um, uh, inclusion, and I, I think I do think there's a the, the balance and the you know the um, uh, the ratio of uh, risk to benefit is uh, different at grassroots 
to the high performance level. I think at the high performance level where people have, you know, dedicated eight years of their life to get to one event and it's all going to come down to fractions of a second, I think we're obligated to respect the rights of everybody, including cisgender uh, individuals um, who are 98% of the population, particularly cisgender uh, female athletes, to ensure that they're on a level playing field. So we must, if if transgender athletes are transitioning across and coming into high-performance sport, which they can do and which they're very welcome to do, we do have to ensure that we have appropriate transition processes in place. When we talk about the community level, however, I think it's different. We're not playing for sheep stations. And I think at the community level, it's far more important that we err on the side of inclusion because... Um, you know, the transgender athletes that I've spoken to uh, get a great deal of affirmation out of being able to participate in sport in the gender with which they identify. Um, it's an affirmation of them of their, their sense of self. And I think sport can be a real vehicle here for um, helping society to change and helping this adjustment that we're going through now, which uh, I think is a very positive thing. While the focus is on grassroots, can you see it being a huge issue in years to come in elite sport, do you think it is going to be a major issue? In in a way, that's up to elite sport, isn't it? I mean, I think it's up to elite sporting organisations um, around the world and in Australia to to not shy away from this issue but to have open and frank discussions and, of course, the transgender um, and LGBTI community must be involved in these discussions um, so that, um, uh, you know, we, we come up with solutions and, and sports are coming out the, uh, with, um, with policies around this. You know, the AFL has, has, has a policy, uh, World Rugby has a policy, and I, I'm aware that um, uh, a number of the major sports in Australia are working on policies right now and very close to releasing them if they haven't already. You mentioned a moment ago we, we talked about intersex and we talked about transition um, even though they're different to a certain degree, you mentioned there that there are similarities, aren't there, yeah, yeah, which need to be identified and dealt with through a policy. Sure, that's right. There are some, and I suppose the similarities are that um, I, th- I think both the intersex condition and transgender um, issues challenge, for all of us, challenge our what has been our sort of, I suppose, our understanding of biological sex over the centuries. We just thought it was so black and white. Um, that you're either male or female and that's it, end of story. And clearly that is not the case and, and we've got a growing understanding, a, a understanding and a more sophisticated understanding now of um, uh, that biological sex is in fact a continuum and there are people, while most people are at either end of being male or female, there is a continuum of people in between who have just as much right to enrich their lives through sport as anybody and also we understand that there are more people than what we thought who have a gender identification which is not aligned with their biological sex. And uh, again, they have rights like everybody else to have their life enriched through sport. And But in both of these issues, if we're talking about high-performance sport where there's a lot on the line and it comes down to fractions of a second, etc., cetera, um, then we do have to give some thought to issues of fairness. So you, clearly you couldn't just have a very competent um, male athlete transitioning straight across into the female classification without some sort of transition process because we know that males do on average enjoy a 8 to 12% performance advantage across both endurance and power sports uh, compared to females. Another issue here too is muscle memory. Yeah. And that's a, a potentially a huge issue. Yeah, and so muscle memory for your listeners essentially is around the fact that um, if uh, um, 
the, the thing that determines how well a muscle responds to a training program is the number of myonuclei, little nuclei within muscle fibres. Um, and people who undergo a training program or who are exposed to testosterone have more myonuclei than those who don't. Um, and so the question is, do people who have been exposed for, to testosterone for years, as in, uh, say, males who then transition to females, do they maintain muscle memory, which means that their muscle, even after they've transitioned across into the female category, may have uh, a much greater response to a scientific training program than what would be expected in uh, uh, females who have never had that exposure to high testosterone levels. Is it fair to say that there still needs to be a lot of work done yeah, in this area? Yeah, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of unknowns, and part of that is because, you know, the ethics around research. You can't just grab. You know, the ideal research structure is a double-blind, randomised controlled trial where you would have two groups of people and expose one to testosterone and one not and all this sort of thing and follow them and see what happens. But you can't actually do that ethically in, in humans. So there are some animal studies around this uh, which have given us some lessons. But um, part of it is, uh, you know, and I, I want to be clear that we don't want to be over-alarmist about this issue. What we want is to have fair policies in place that allow diverse gender individuals to participate in sport and enrich their lives through sport. Um, but there must be a process around that, particularly at the uh, in the high performance level where there are um, issues at stake around, you know, setting records and perhaps getting contracts and people's livelihood depends on things. So I, I think um, definitely, you know, I think we all agree that uh, diverse gender individuals have a right to participate in sport and uh, male to female athletes have, uh, uh, transgender athletes have a right to participate in the female category, but there has to be a transition process to ensure that fairness is maintained, particularly when we're talking about elite sport. Dr. Hughes, thanks very much for joining us today on Onside. No, it's my great pleasure. Thanks, Tim. Our guest today has been Dr. David Hughes, Chief Medical Officer with the Australian Institute of Sport and the Medical Director of the Australian Olympic Team in 2020. Back with more on Onside very shortly. This is Onside, the official podcast of ASADA. Time now for So I Was Wondering, where ASADA staff answer your questions. The question is, why should I download the ASADA app? Here's Nadine Sadler from the ASADA education team. The ASADA Clean Sport app has been designed with athletes, parents, coaches and support people in mind. The app is a one-stop shop for all things ASADA and anti-doping. The app gives a list of supplements sold in Australia that have been screened for prohibited substances by an independent laboratory. These cannot give athletes a 100% safety guarantee, but it does significantly lower the risk of a positive test. For non-tested supplements, the app gives athletes access to a questionnaire to assess the risk posed by highlighting key risk factors. The ASADA app can also be used to check if a medication is prohibited in sport, find supplement resources, learn about the doping control process, including athlete rights and responsibilities, experience a doping control test through virtual reality, find information on therapeutic use exemptions or TUEs, access links to ASADA's online education modules, check facts on all 10 anti-doping rule violations, report doping, give ASADA feedback on testing missions, and find information on travelling overseas. Time now for a fast fact. Athletes can be tested anywhere, anytime, and can be notified at home, at training, or during a competition. To learn more on an athlete's rights and responsibilities, 
visit asada.gov.au. You've been listening to Onside, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Send in your podcast questions or suggestions to executiveoffice at asada.gov.au. For more information about clean, fair sport, visit our website, asada.gov.au, or check out our clean sport app. (laughs) 